you were that kid that sat in the corner fucking drinking his milk and having his Power Ranger lunchbox uh, all by maybe. himself. I actually like Elvis. Damn it. I do. And that's you you don't have to like it. I don't give a shit. Fuck you, man. Coming up in, well, kids don't fucking beg for candy anymore. They do that bullshit trunk or treat shit. You know that's only a uh, St. Louis thing? The tr- the, the uh, trick or treat, like, in tell church- me a joke. Like the oh, joke- I thought you were going to say trick or treating in church parking lots. No, yeah, that's a thing now just because people don't want their kids roaming around the neighborhood. Cause- Our kids need safe spaces. Exactly. Sorry, I'm setting the lineup for tonight. <laughs> Uh, is it fantasy football? Hockey. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you don't seem like the fantasy football I, I didn't think Mike was either, but Mike apparently... Lame as fuck. It's just not my thing. I, I can't really... I guess I can't really say it's lame. I'm just not a fan of football at all. So, there's that. Yeah. The league was good, though. The show? Yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy show, barely about football. So <laughs> uh, they'd have people like huge names in football on their show. No then, fucking clue. And then do I got zero reference. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't affect me whatsoever. I wasn't impressed by it. Let's move on, shall we? Oh, didn't know that we were actually okay. Didn't know. Yeah, we were that's actually... right. We I start recording before you even know it. Uh, we started last episode with something about cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bacon and Nate's The Log Flume of Podcast That's right, we're the Log Flume of Podcast And what does that mean? That means you're gonna go with us on a log ride On a log flume type ride About media <laughs> uh, Pop culture Stuff from our everyday lives. Basically whatever we want. And then we end it with a big splash at the end. And it's our ham and eggers. But we'll do that later, obviously. I'm going to start with my ham and egger of the week. Don't start. I'm not. Save it for later. If you have one in mind, you usually we get to the end and you have no idea what you're <laughs> going to say. That's typically how I do things. You're right. Yeah. I actually don't really think about it that much, but it usually is pretty evident based on the topics in the episode what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So... Anywho, we're here at episode number 117. Yeah. Damn. How does it feel? Feels like we've been doing this for 117 too many episodes. <laughs> well, you weren't on all many of those, so. Yeah, good. Actually, you were on it more than anybody else. So good thing I didn't that. put my name on this bullshit you're in before. Like, you're, yeah, exactly. You're in like 20 in a row. And honestly, like I, I, I got given the pseudonym of Bacon 
because because of your lame attempt at puns. Um, I'm not really sure that's what it was. I think that's exactly what it was. No, I I and won- fat jokes. No, man. I think either Tim or Sam came up with it in a brainstorming thing. Uh, you it, let Tim and Sam like dictate your life way too much. I don't think that's true at all. I've noticed, not, I've noticed you doing selfies at the gym recently. I haven't. I don't know if I've ever stepped foot in a gym, <laughs> <laughs> so that's incorrect and a lie. Um, as far as the Sam and Tim thing goes, you're that's a very strange argument. Well, you know, none of my arguments make sense. <laughs> exactly. So. That's so. That's. In the 80s, they would have called that retarded. (laughs) We don't call things retarded now. No, people still do. Yeah, but it's very uncouth. It's very um, anti-PC. Un-PC, you could say. Take a swig of tea for the fucking working man. (sighs) You listen to Stone Cold Podcast as well? No, that's where I took that from. I, I know, I know. We've talked about this before, have we? Yes. Or you, do you just listen to my show all the time? I guess and like love everything that I talk about, so you remember. I guess, it. I guess, instead of taking show notes on what we do, I just listen to it so I can hear your voice and beat off. <laughs> I guess that's what I do. While I'm eating. on that note, let's talk about what you beat off to last week, and that is uh, DB was a guest on our show, and I posted it went up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had some, had some, had very little response, but I did want to mention the response that we did get. Owner and proprietor of Fubar, or as DB called it, the Food Barn, I think. I think is what he called it, yeah. Anyway, Bob said that uh, DB's voice sounded like that piece of crap on South Park. Um, and I can't remember the other comparison he made, but he's talking about Mr. Hanky. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I guess it would be Tolly cause no, well, no, it wouldn't be Tolly. Uh, no, he's talking about Mr. Hanky. Yeah. But there's another voice that it sounded like too. Either way, the dude's fucking ridiculous and I hate him. So, uh, yeah, he's, um, we've, we've established it. He's a pussy. We didn't like him. We tolerated his presence for the second time. Unfortunately. And uh, hopefully he never returns, but I have a feeling that he might, if something comes up that uh, would warrant him coming back on the show. I don't see why not. We can't get anyone else to show up here at 7.45 a.m. You don't even want me here at 7.45 a.m. I get the feeling. No, it, it's uh, you know this. I'm not a morning person. The only reason I'm halfway awake this morning is because I've taken all of about... Four swigs of a fucking soda. Yeah. I can't do coffee, man. I've told you this before. Soda makes... I'm fucking jittery from just that right now. Yeah. I Dude. like I like the way coffee makes me feel. I like the warm... Jittery? Well, there's that, but all... I mean, I... It does wake me up, like, fully actually wake me up, you know what I mean? But, but also the... I really don't know what you mean, because I don't drink ah, well, coffee. Yeah. But the warmness helps, too. Okay. It warms up your insides, and then... Yeah, I don't know. It just like it, it doesn't really give you energy. I wouldn't say, but uh, it helps wake you up. Like kind of before like you go go, exactly. And actually, that's a nice uh, way to roll into our our main show topic today, the main event, which is guilty pleasures. And uh, that song kind of rolls in with my 
So, well, it does, it's not really one of my guilty pleasures, but I'd say overall 80s pop is like a thing that I like that not a lot of people enjoy in our age group. Uh, but no, what? I would say no, no, that's wrong. That's oh, wrong. All right. I would say I would say more people than you think are I mean just Batman, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. Yeah. I mean, think all of, of those have Think of think of any of our friends that Yeah, all all of those have soundtracks that are full of 80s gems. So Anyway, let's do a proper intro to this segment. I don't think I have anything else I wanted to talk about from last week. Let me just go over it in my head. My foot still feels weird. He's wearing fucking clown shoes today. Oh, no. There was a thing I wanted to mention before uh, before we get into the, the guilty pleasures thing. Mm-hmm. Something I did this weekend... I went to the Chase Park Plaza Cinema for the first time. Mm-hmm. There's, it's in a, it's like in the bottom, the lobby floor of a hotel, a really old hotel downtown, but like ne- on the street adjacent to. Uh, um, Were you gonna say Fenton? <laughs> no, not Fenton. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, what's the fuck? Forest Park downtown, the street adjacent to that. That's where this hotel is. Anyway, Chase Park Plaza. I had no idea that the screens were all super fucking tiny. I was very confused by that post, by the way. Uh, I didn't know if you were being just... I don't know. I exaggerated a little bit on how small they were, but they were, uh, I mean, smaller Because you don't have a small TV at your house. No. Your apartment. I got a respectable size TV, but... When you go and see a movie, you don't go to see a movie on a screen that's maybe 20 times as big as your own. You go to see it on one, especially when I went to see Blade Runner, you go to see it on a fucking giant screen. I just assumed that they would be like an okay size. Yeah. Uh, it didn't take away from the movie. I still enjoyed it, but I got that's a big complaint I have about the theater. They had upgraded all the seats and everything, but you could tell this hotel, this this like... The hotel for sure is super old, but the uh, movie theater has to be at least from the 70s based on how it was set up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Another thing from the movie going experience, I'm not going to get into the movie, but uh, we did talk. We did touch on it, I think, on our, our Comic-Con episode. The thing I'll say... From that movie experience is that there were three other people total in the movie theater. All three of them sat in front of me in the theater. Yeah. All of them were older than me and none of them checked their phone the entire uh, the entire movie going experience. So that was pretty sweet. But it was so quiet in there at one point that I actually heard... These people were three rows ahead of me. It was two women sitting next to each other. And then like a row or two in front of them is where the other dude sat. I actually heard one of the ladies stomach growl. (laughs) And then the lady sitting next to her laughed at her and said something to her that I couldn't make out. But Bitch, I told you we should have ate before we came. (laughs) I just thought that was fucking crazy. 
in a movie, I heard somebody's stomach growl. It was in a quiet part, but uh, oh, I was just I was just thinking like it wasn't a great sound system. So no, actually, um, I had no complaints as far as the sound quality. sound or the seating or anything like that. It also was not stadium seating, <laughs> so so it's super old school. For well, for I guess it's just an old theater. No, no comment on that. I guess okay. No, well, you just sit there stare. You're very good at podcasting. I could tell because you just sit there and stare at me. I was lost in a thought of something that was not the conversation we were having. So what was it? I don't even know. What? Yeah. You sit there. Oh, and stare. I know what it was. I was gonna say, hey, I'm having the same problem you are today with the light shining into my eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close your blind. I no. Then nope. Okay. Here's my bed. <laughs> Moving on to our guilty pleasures. Did you prepare anything for this? Nope. But I, are you serious? Yeah. No. I, it's not a big deal. Cause, we were planning on doing it last week. Yeah, I know. And okay. Well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go back and forth. So yeah, you're just gonna have to pull the shit out of your ass. It's fine. Okay. Well, we're gonna see how about because your, we're gonna see about your podcasting skills right now. If you can fucking improv and just think of things on the fly instead of be like, um, <laughs> <laughs> and not to put you on the spot, but you're going first. Okay. Jimmy, what is a guilty pleasure, uh, music wise? We're, we're doing all music. Mm-hmm. I guess we, let's lay some groundwork here. Some, some basic tenets of how I picked mine. Okay. So some of them I did. Artists in general. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I did specific albums, and also I should say uh, I'm guilty pleasures are a weird thing because I I'm a music lover, yeah. And if I love something, I'm not really ashamed of it. But I think that there are things that there are artists and songs and albums that. If you were to listen to them in a group setting, might possibly catch some shit. Like, I'll say right off the bat, Huey Lewis and the News. Okay. I also like Huey Lewis and the News. Um, That goes into that 80s pop thing, Mm -hmm. you know? As far as my choices, it's like, I would catch some shit for it, maybe, in a group setting. Uh, Also... Maybe less pop. I think, from my point of view, they may be less popular with people that I'm friends with than I like. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's where I'm coming from on this guilty pleasure thing. So take that into consideration when you're making your picks. Or Eddie Murphy. Well, okay, so you've already done two. Boom! I I told you it's not hard for me. I can come up with. Okay, but let's let's go back and forth though. First. Does your girl like to party all the time? <laughs> let's first, let's go to back to your first one first, okay? Mm-hmm. He will listen to the news. What? Uh, explain. I guess mostly because the movies. I'm more of a movie person. Totally. And so, songs would show up in movies a lot. Yeah, his songs are pretty iconic for being in Back to the Future. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Did you know he played here in town, like, not that long ago? I did not. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was at Lou Fest, so whenever oh, that was. Oh, God, that would make sense, actually. Yeah, he was he was there. I watched some YouTube videos directly afterwards. He fucking rocked it. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I would say, I would say, uh, I would just put him in bands that I like, not even Guilty Pleasures. Well, that's that's another thing. It's really hard for me to say what's a guilty pleasure because, like, you you've seen how just all over the place my music library is. Yeah, but I mean, you've but, openly mocked me <laughs> totally. on this podcast because well, of that's what I'm saying is like those could be my, uh, those like, could be in your guilty pleasures too, like. If you're wanting to rock out, obviously you wouldn't listen to fucking Ja Rule. <laughs> but if you're if it's a weird day and you're just like fucking, I'll throw on some Ja Rule and I don't give a shit what other people think. I, that would be a guilty pleasure because you're like you have to ju- you have to qualify it you know, or quantify it. You I don't e- to- I don't even have to do that. Like well, because because here's my thing. Recently, I've gotten out of. Only like new albums will yeah. I listen all the way through and multiple times over and over again. Uh, like, let's see, what have I gotten that's new? Um, oh, I got that new August Burns Red. Yeah. Um, new Trivium. The uh, you hooked me up with that new Black Dahlia. Like, I'll listen to those just so that I can become acquainted with it. Hmm. But after, but after, well, except for recently, I have been listening to nothing but colors because of their tenth anniversary tour. That they yeah, just, they they just wrapped that they up. just wrapped up. So I have been listening to that over and over. But it's such a it's such a short ride to work, and a lot of the music that I listen to is like one song to work. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's get back on track here. I'm gonna well let's talk okay, let's talk about your second ones that you gave two and then I'll do two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Eddie Murphy, uh <laughs> he did some <laughs> he I think he may have done two music records back in the day. Oh man. Uh but yeah, cheesy one of them is Party pop, All the Time. Cheesy pop like He also did a song with Michael Jackson. Yep, that one is even crazier. Yeah, the music video is weird as fuck it, it, the music video reminds me of one of those six flags music videos yeah. you would have done back in the day it used to be on uh, on the uh mtv worst music videos of all time <laughs> it's horrible it used to always be on those lists like in, in the top 10 and i think there's only like four lyrics in the entire song like i don't even remember what the michael jackson song is but but the uh but the the eddie murphy songs uh i can't agree with you i actually i do not like those i do <laughs> i like them just because they're cheesy and yeah it, it it's one of those things where when you hear it it's like yeah this song is so dated by i mean just the oh it's awful but i like it i don't know why well it's dated because nobody makes songs like that anymore that sound like that at least, at least that I know of. It, yeah, it really just puts it in that. Yeah, you know. And that first one was, uh, I believe, was um, Rick James helped him make that. Maybe that whole record sounds about right. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> everybody knows the Rick James and Eddie Murphy stuff. So, yeah. anyway, I mean, let's do one of mine. Yeah, this is a nice segue. 
One of my guilty pleasures is almost the entire catalog of Michael Jackson. Uh, I got you so, can't you can't say that's guilty pleasure. It is it is though because but, I in my childhood I always got shit for liking Michael Jackson. Okay, but that's that's different. Well, that's one. That's why I laid out my ground rules or ground, my groundwork earlier is like that is something I consider a guilty pleasure. I don't listen to him often, but when something comes on shuffle, I ain't turn it off. Yep. There, are, there are some fucking terrible Michael Jackson songs though. There's gonna be clunkers in every great catalog. So, um, I, I'm not. A staunch defender of Michael Jackson, top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he was a weird dude. <laughs> and, yeah, there's some very shady stuff that uh, there's not really any explaining or justifying. Uh, he was acquitted, though, so there's that. But uh, there's sort of a smoke, there's fire situation. But let's just get back to his music for a second. There's no denying that dude is like talented as is all get out. Yeah, exactly. Like there's the, uh, my favorite, and it it was like kind of lauded when it came out. But my favorite album is Bad, and uh, I know that sounds weird when you put it like that. But the album Bad is right. my favorite. No, I, I knew I... Uh, because because I s- super dig that '80s synth stuff mm-hmm. and. It has more of a uh, that album and the songwriting and stuff on it has more of a tough edge to it than than uh, some of his earlier st- like Thriller is good and has its moments, but there's a lot of like there's a lot of like uh, I don't even know how to explain it really like pop jazz sort of stuff on it like the girl is mine and those kind of songs are not really my jam. But, but all the stuff on bad top to bottom, I love that. So, I guess that's why. I guess it's a guilty pleasure because I got so much shit for it when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think this is really a secret that um, I got bullied a lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> I definitely got bullied a lot, and it has. It's weird how I think about stuff like that more often than I should. Maybe I. It's not that I got. It's not that I got bullied. It's that I just hung out with the losers. Yeah, and and it's, well, I hung out with no one. The losers. <laughs> I actually. I you mean, you were that kid that sat in the corner, fucking drinking his milk and having his Power Ranger lunchbox uh, all by maybe. himself. You seem like a Power Ranger kid. I did watch Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Because that sweet heavy metal so, intro. So did I. <laughs> it's morphin' time. <laughs> um, well, that well, it was funny that, that no. What have what I tried to make friends, but I was clearly the kid that was not going to be able to make friends. Like, pick my nose a lot. I still kind of do that once in a while. Um, I don't know, man. I just had a tougher time with it than other kids did. So I don't think there's that a lot of shame in that. Is just how it was. You know, some kids are are easier at socializing than other kids. That's all that is. You know. Okay. Uh, what were you gonna say? Is funny though. About was it about Power Rangers? Yeah, brain <laughs> fart. I don't remember anymore. Brave fart. 
brain fart. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Braveheart. <laughs> like <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um Yeah. William Wallace? Uh my second. Let's go to my list. Because mm-hmm. I came prepared. Mm-hmm. My second, going completely to the other side of the spectrum, Breaking Benjamin. Uh, um, of the radio rock that is out there and available, Breaking Benjamin are the most talented uh, songwriting and uh, and studio recording wise. There are there is pretty much no radio is, rock that I like. Is uh, were we supposed to stick to the '80s on this? By the no. way, no. Okay. No, I'm gonna all over the map, dude. Okay, that makes it so much easier on me. But go on. <laughs> Why did you think we were just doing 80s? I never said that. I don't know, that. but why is your phone going off? Siri? <laughs> I don't know why she turned on. I must have said something that sounded like, hey, Siri. I don't think you did. Oh, and this is the quote that I took down, or that she took down, I should say. Okay. Hey, Siri, recording. Why is there, are there, is pretty much no radio rock that I like. <laughs> Um, Why is there no radio rock that you like? Because most of it is just generic and bland. What what she changed that to is why is there no no she didn't change it at all. She found something for why is there are there is pretty much <laughs> no radio rock that I like, and it's uh, an article from the Chicago Tribune from June 2015. Uh, this is a weird tangent but uh i'm loving it chicago radio stations have a problem it's the music <laughs> uh uppity chicago yep. wood. so fucking chicago fuck off um yeah like i said i i if i'm li- if i happen to be listening to the radio and breaking benjamin comes on i usually don't turn it off Okay. Do you have any opinion, yay or nay, on uh, I, I on Breaking heard, Benjamin? I heard somewhere that uh, that they down tune because uh, of it his, sounds like they do because of his voice. Like he can't he can't sing at a higher register. Yeah, he usually doesn't. So they down tune so that they complement each other. Yeah. And I think that I heard that they even down tune to like B, which to me is very crazy. Well, most of their riffs, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not a guitarist, so this is coming from a drummer. But most of their riffs are in the lower register to where his vocal range is anyway. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, don't quote me on that. But yeah. I, I, I think I heard that or read that somewhere. I thought that was kind of interesting. Most people probably don't, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, also, I believe, well... No, we'll leave that out because because you you chastised me for quoting or or bringing Sam and Tim into this before, so <laughs> I'm not going to do it twice in one episode just to spite you. Uh, go ahead with your third choice. Um, it's either uh, let's just say, okay, Static X. Okay. I, I I know that that's a really kind of unpopular opinion. Uh well, I was never a fan. As far as as I, I don't know why, but yeah, 
I always well, there, it, there doesn't really have to be a reason why you just like it. Because okay, even punk rock, it's like a three chord progression. Sure, but with <laughs> but with Static X, it's literally like two chords for I would say about eighty five percent of the song. Yeah, well, it's very new metal. Yeah, totally so new metal. But new metal gets a bad name, but there is, I mean, like. Dude, but I I had well I have a new metal choice coming up in a little bit. Okay, uh, so we'll stay. And off. actually, I think Breaking Benjamin might sort of be a new metal throwback. You think? Kind of. They mix it up more than new metal, but uh, yeah, the drumming's very similar. I don't. I mean, you know, the guitarists aren't like they aren't like did exploring. Stain, did stained? They aren't get, breaking new ground or anything like did that. Did stained get lumped in as new metal? Too? Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay, They're then maybe, then maybe Breaking Bad, uh, Breaking Bad, <laughs> ah. uh, Breaking Benjamin might, I, they might be. I, I, I think I think they're a throwback to new metal. Thelma, what do you think? Just wow, th- that's insightful, Thelma. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Static X, they got that techno thing going on. Um, Until it's, a, it's okay, it's okay. It would like I wouldn't put it on. To listen to, like, okay, mm-hmm. if it came, if a song came on on Shovel, I might not turn it off. Oh my god! But I wouldn't put on a full record of Static X. No, 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 no. And that's and that's and that's. I think I I, I totally agree with you on that because yeah, it's one of those things where I never go out of my way because I only have a couple Static X's on my in my library. Yeah, but like when it comes on, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> crank it. <laughs> shit just got real. <laughs> Shit's gonna get awesome for two minutes and fifteen seconds because yeah. their songs are not very long. But no. yeah, I, like I said, I don't know. It's it's definitely. One of those bands that I like them. Uh, didn't they have a Mexican or an Asian guitar player or bass player? Bass player. Was he? Which one was he? Brown. He he just looked brown. He's I don't know a whole lot about him. I just know that Wayne's dead. So. Yeah, he is. That's, uh, I mean, that's all I know. Think drugs. Pretty was sure. It? Was it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I just I remember whenever he passed. Uh, you know the autopsy will be coming out in weeks. I was like, oh, I can't wait to read the autopsy, and then yeah. never. Find, I didn't give two shits. Pretty out. sure it was either that or suicide. Ugh. Also, his girlfriend has since died. So does that? Really? Yeah. Kind of sucks, huh? Yeah. Pretty tragic. Yeah, well, it's sad. How the uh, how the mighty at one time fall? I mean, yeah, but you know. Up until his death, he, like Static X was still putting out new records. Yeah, like, there's that. People like that's the that's the crazy shit about rock and roll is like there's it's in a weird spot right now where nobody really makes much money and and there's there's soup there's exceptions where guys make money off of it but they got they're either like the fucking cream of the crop or they tour their asses off constantly. You know what I mean? Uh, let's go to mine. Mm-hmm. Next one on my list is Mrs. Lady Gaga. Okay. Now, I... Okay, so I watched a uh, Netflix documentary on her mm-hmm. th- this past month. Mm-hmm. Before that, um, not familiar enough whatsoever to even know i don't listen to pop radio so i got no frame of reference besides like 
a YouTube video here or there, you know, or people talking about her on the red carpet, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, on the Rich Show, they'll talk about her in like the fucking celebrity roundup once in a while. Mm-hmm. But um, in that documentary, it kind of gave a uh, it went over her entire career pretty much. Okay. And I dug like it's in my queue, so like don't give too much away. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything, Yeah, but I dug 95% of the songs that I heard on there. She's really, really, really good at what she does. And um, I, I'm i not sure I would ever buy anything by her. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would listen to her in the car. But if you're out and someone, like, and it gets played, you're not going to be like, ugh. Yeah. Well, here here's what happened right after I watched that for the next like three days. Yeah, when I went to make my cat dance, which is a thing that I do once in a while to punish him. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was I was very confused by that statement. I grab him under his arms, and I move his arms like this, <laughs> back and forth for the listeners, and uh, it's fun to do. And it's, yeah, I've watched you do videos of that. Online. I only do it when he has been extremely bad or destroyed something of mine, which. Let's be honest, happens yeah. pretty often. Uh, I feel like every week you and Lindsay are posting something about how your cat's done <laughs> fucked something up again. It's pretty much every week. <laughs> but I, but when he's dancing, I sing a song in meows like Kevin Smith does. And uh, they were to the tune of Lady Gaga for like a week. So they went something like this. Me, 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 that's enough of that okay so yeah lady gaga i would put her in the guilty pleasure in the same token i will say uh katie perry for sure for me okay in that in that same genre yeah in that same genre they're pretty similar I think Katy Perry's more on the less artistic side. Yeah. 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 I'll, and I'll agree with that. I don't care. Because Lady Gaga recently, well, has, you'll see in the documentary when you watch it, has gone more to the, like... I'm a humanitarian. Well, singer-songwriter side. Like, like really passionate music instead of pop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So there's I get that. It. I get it. It's a thing she did on her last record or whatever. She like decided this one is going to be more emotional and that kind of shit. So anyway, enough about the Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. What is your next pick, sir? Ooh, I'm going to have to go out and say Europe. Well, that's a game changer. <laughs> I am only familiar with one song. Um, I don't know if that's your. What all you're of both. their songs sound the exact same. Do to they? Me. <laughs> to me, they all do. Oh well, you know what? I take that back because um, Hot Rod is. If I might be mistaken, but is almost exclusively Europe. It's songs. very yeah. If you look at the soundtrack, it's like ninety percent Europe. Yeah, um, Hot Rod um, gotta be one of my favorite comedies. Ever, um, to like so it's so in your in my comedy wheelhouse. Just a stupid movie that is funny on every level, right? Yeah. 
Yep. Um, and Europe, like you like you said, is the entire soundtrack practically. There, there's there's like three or four songs on the soundtrack, that but are in the, but they're the songs that like pop out of that movie. Well, and of course, everyone, oh, you just like the final countdown, which yes, I absolutely do. But like I said, here's a fun fact about Europe: they open their set and close their set with the final countdown. If it's your bread and butter. That's what everybody's there to see, and if you want everybody to stay to the end, and you already played it, fucking play it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you say it's your last song, and you don't play Final Countdown, and you're in Europe, everybody's leaving. <laughs> While you're playing that last song, everyone's leaving. And I guarantee you that happened to them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? <laughs> But uh, I would say that is a song that is a non-skipper. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely not in the top of the, the 80s hair bands. Like, they're in the lower... They're probably in the mid to lower rung. I would of say the, mid-lower, yeah. They're But they're still above Poison and Bon Jovi. And, and I know I just pissed off one of our fellow podcasters by saying that. But I don't give a shit. Unpopular opinion. Oh, great. I am not, Here we go. <laughs> bon Jovi... Poison, Journey. No. All, I can't stand any of them. <laughs> I can't. There are some good Journey songs that nope. are deep cuts. Nope. There is. Nope. I could show you the way, my son. I guarantee you couldn't. All right. Well, Anthrax covered one, and it's pretty sweet. So Yeah. But that's not the only example. I'm just saying, if you if you really wanted some, I could find you some. Is it the vocals? No, I, I. What is it? It just seems so uninspired to me. I don't know. It just does nothing for well, me. Well, there's that. It yeah, does nothing for me. Okay, that's so, fair, dude. It's like unpopular opinion number two. I don't like Guns and Roses. Uh, also unpopular opinion. I only like one Guns Roses album, and I just said Guns Roses. So. <laughs> Yeah, I only like their uh I only like Appetite and that's it. But I like Appetite top to bottom, so that's a weird thing. Like I think fucking everything after I, I think Axel Rose is so stuck up with his own asshole <laughs> from there forward. Yeah. Maybe even on that one too, but they were young and uh they were they were fucking pure rock and roll at that point. Okay. But once you get past that he thinks he's Freddie Mercury. And newsflash, Mr. Axel Rose, you are not Freddie Mercury, and nope. you should not be playing a piano. <laughs> uh, let's go to my next one, yeah. since we really went on our fucking roll there with Europe. Uh, Phil Collins exclusively solo okay. Phil Collins. Okay. I think so many people shit on Phil Collins. It's, I mean... Ever since South Park did it, I think everybody kind of has a license to shit on Phil Collins. But if you go on Phil Collins on you to look up Phil Collins on YouTube, he's got fucking hit after hit after hit after hit. And I'm a sucker for that 80s pop stuff. Yeah. And he really sunk into the synth kind of zone for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I dig his like singer songwriter stuff too think he's just really good at what he does and and he can get he can get a little crazy 
as far as uh, just as far as like arrangements go without like alienating a lot of people that it's they like you know a very standard structure yeah. well you, i think you got that from genesis more oh i guarantee you that's where he got it from but it's it's one of those things where you can if you can like sneak it into like into a song yeah and without somebody noticing it i think you've done a really good job like artistically yeah well and you know the weird song structure is one thing but sometimes he even has an odd time signature thrown in there once in a while mm-hmm. and that's a, a thing that rushed it really well um which i i do i if you can make it so it flows yep then that's like the perfect wheelhouse for me for that kind of stuff which so. is why which is why anything that has something i feel like other than 44 a majority of people like because they can't tap their toe to it yeah they instantly like well i don't like it cuz i can't i can't feel the rhythm and get to dancing Get to, I'm dancing just for the flisters. I'm <laughs> dancing. Fucking dancing. You can't fucking just get into it. Well, Phil Collins has a lot of dance type songs too. He also has some really cheesy shit. I I'll, I'll say that. And his and the eighties pop stuff in general, there is a lot of cheese. Just it's just the style of that era. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Studio, Susudio or whatever it is, like I can't say that I fucking love that song, but it's got a fucking, it's got a hell of a drum beat to it and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a fucking catchy tune. So there's that. Yeah. That was in the era where you could just write a fucking song that means nothing. <laughs> like, I think he said, like, it just fit. You know what I mean? Like, aside from that, it means absolutely nothing. I think there's a bunch of Aerosmith songs that are like that too. Like none of it means anything. It just like the lyrics just fit the song. So that's what it is. Hmm. Uh, what is your next guilty pleasure, sir? Cake. Okay. I can dig that. Um, I know a lot of people that are, uh, I just, I can't, I can't stand listening to somebody that sounds like they're talking over music. Eh, I mean, okay. It's just a style. It's a of style, music. man. Yeah. And and not to mention, like, yes, they are a very like almost like hits driven band. Like when you listen to their full albums, some yeah, their- I would have to. I would only listen to a greatest hits probably. They actually have some pretty good covers too. I've heard some covers on the radio mm-hmm. over the years. Like they did War Pigs. Oh wow, it's fucking awesome, dude. That's wow, <laughs> it's fucking great. You gotta hear it. No, but like. When Cake kind of hit their stride, I was listening to the radio a lot, and yeah. they played the shit out of uh, Short Skirt, Long Jacket. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't get more iconic, like, guitar. Actually, the entire structure of the song is, like, all all, um, catchiness. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All hooks. Oh, yeah. If you, that's what, actually what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, that's... That's what like Queen always tried to do too. Is like make everything that is happening in the song a hook. If you can make everything top to bottom in a song a hook, it's all like it's you got a way higher chance of making a shit ton of money on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what Bohemian Rhapsody is. It's like guitar riffs, vocal melodies, bass line. Everything is a, a hook. You know. So that's what that I, I guess a lot of these guilty pleasures go back to that. They're just like hooky as fuck, and they may not be in your 
Like I fancy myself a heavy metalhead through and through. Yeah. But all of these things that are like oddball weird things okay, well, are hooky. See, <clears throat> here's the thing. I would say that uh our local radio station of one hundred five dash point seven. Uh I would say that growing up I would probably say around grade grade three ish. What are you Canadian? No, I'd say grade five ish. All of a sudden uh, watching too much trailer park boys. Have man. to. I just got I just got seasons one through nine on we box don't set. Say it like that here. <laughs> so anyway, uh listening to that I don't I mean I don't even know if that's just like a regional thing, but like alternative. Uh, but like Seven Mary Three. Yeah, well live, it's, it was the post grunge. Like all that stuff. Bush. Presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. I all that all that stuff like I love it, I love it. Silver chair, I love it. Uh, yeah, I I like that stuff uh, to an extent. No, I I I'm down. Almost all of those bands that you mentioned are not album bands. They are they are one hit bands. Or well, not maybe not one hit bands, but like I would have to hear greatest hits, not a full album of mm-hmm. them. Which is very much unlike me, which makes them guilty pleasures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of those kind of fit in this category, too. So, next one for me. What did I write? The Eddie Vedder solo Into the Wild soundtrack. It's fucking amazing. You like it? I have it. It's fucking amazing. Isn't it good? Have you Have you heard his ukulele album? Well, that pretty much is that. Into the Wild pretty much is that. He's got a second album. Yeah, he did that again. <sighs> like, I don't even fancy myself like a huge... And I and I said that more than once this episode, and that's weird. I don't even ever say that. I don't fancy myself a huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I'm like that big of a Pearl Jam fan or that big of a Eddie Vedder fan, but mm-hmm. uh, the Into the Wild... A uh, movie was really good and kind of hit home for me, and also the soundtrack was kind of perfect for that movie. Mm-hmm. And I bought the soundtrack, which is something I pretty much never do, even though I do like a lot of soundtracks of movies. Um, well, yeah, but a lot of soundtracks, it's just like it's like, oh, <clears throat> you know, this is my mixtape for the movie. Yeah, a lot of that was. Well, mo- I think all of it was original stuff. Wasn't uh, it? I think he did the entire movie, yeah. So I thought. Yeah. It, well, as far as I remember, I would have to watch it again to know for sure if all of it, you know, there's no, like, symphony or anything like no. that. But um, on some of those songs, there might be a little bit of, like, violin and shit in the back. But anyway, um, he's just really good in that. I think there's a few covers in that, so you can't give him all the credit. Uh, but he did really well on it, and uh, I, you know, I don't even really like Sean Penn movies that much either. But he directed it, so I guess everybody there's an exception to every rule. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, Eddie Vedder, uh, yeah, I don't know. His voice is weird. I like him on some songs, and I don't like him on others. I, I, I really, I, I really like his vocals. 
There's two Pearl Jam albums that I really, really like, and they're the earliest ones, I think. Ten and Verses. Are those the two first ones? I think those are the only two that I have. Yep, those are the, that's my jams. Yep. And, the, I mean, maybe coincidence, but those are the ones the radio played the most. <laughs> so... And it's because it's because of it's because of all that sound. <clears throat> wow, <clears throat> losing my voice over here. That sound coming out of Seattle. It was yeah. just they were just trying to like, whoa, look at this. I will say that they fucking drove that um, Wild Sun song into the fucking ground though. Like they yeah. could have played it a little bit less, and I would go back to it more. I don't go back to this album very often. Gotta Man, say that you have to be in the mood for it, and I get. But that. that's a good. That's why it's in the guilty pleasure category because it's that. like, I I actually put this on at a party one time. Everybody was like, I don't really like that that much. So it's not a party record. Don't put that on. <laughs> it's more singer songwriter. So you got to be like mm-hmm. singing in your car with it, <laughs> or like. Or like really introspective, getting super emo. Well, and see, that's even funnier too because I'll know lyrics to songs, and honestly, not know the deeper meaning behind it because I don't think that much into it. Yeah, I, I really, I just don't. And I know I've beaten that dead horse into well, the once, fucking ground. Once that you associate it with the movie as much as you do, like because I that's what I do when I listen to albums. I associate it with the topics that are delved into in the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is intensely personal stuff for that dude that died. So, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, yeah. A movie that's how old? <laughs> exactly. I guess like 2008 or something like that, maybe? It's it's something around there. It was when I was drinking a lot. I'll say that. Anyway, man, I mentioned that I used to drink a lot way too often on the podcast. I need to stop doing that. So yeah, you're next. Yeah, um, guilty pleasure for me. I don't. I don't want to lump the entire genre into it, but because specifically, I feel like, damn it, I feel specifically. like specifically. Yeah, did I say specifically? I did. Oh, um, <laughs> Nile. Okay, that's weird. I tried to think of some death metal bands that might be in my guilty pleasure, but Nile. I don't. I'm not a fan of death metal, so I I am a fan of death metal, but I have very little of it. Yeah. Um, mostly because I feel like... Did you get some Cannibal Corpse? Uh, I if don't you really ha- like... I don't have... Can- As a matter of fact, I like Six Feet Under more than Cannibal Corpse. Uh, yeah. They're- and, but it's more groovy. Totally. I, if, that, if that makes any sense. It does, yeah. Um, but that's also because Chris Barnes is super stoner. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but uh, Corpse Grinder is is on the... Uh, I guess maybe the later era of Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, yeah. And he's really good. So and he's got a neck like a fucking dude. eight by eight. <laughs> I mean, that's from all that headbanging. Is there it's anyone who has a bigger neck? It's Brock Lesnar, baby. Fuck. I don't. I mean, Brock Lesnar and him need to have a fucking neck on neck <laughs> throwdown. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, and it's really weird. Um, but it like you add like Egyptian themes yeah. to death metal. That was the first death metal record that I bought. Was a Nile record. Yeah. And you were only like, eh. Yeah, it just didn't. I was stoned out of my fucking gourd the first time <laughs> I heard it. And and then I went back and listened to it the next day. And I was like, not as blown away yeah, by it. Yeah. But it just stuck with me like yeah. and it, to this day. And I think that's just because I have this weird and I it's it's on my bucket list of yeah. places that I'm going to visit. Yeah. It's just right now. Egypt is not a good place to go visit. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, not for Americans. No, <laughs> no, but, and that's unfortunate, but... You I, ever see the pictures of the pyramids from the other side? They always take them to where the the pyramids have the sky and stuff in the background. You turn it around, there's a fucking bustling city right next to Oh, them. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was yeah. confused by what you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because, obviously, they don't want... But yes, Nile is uh, one of those bands that's like also very niche. I, I and I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Fucking write some more songs about fucking the pyramids. It's more <laughs> than the pyramids; it's the gods. I know it's everything Egyptian. Cats. Yeah. Those fucking Egyptians and their cats. Okay, we're we're gonna be coming in close here pretty soon, so I got to do rapid fire the rest of mine. Okay. I'll just give brief explanations and you can chime in if you want to. Okay. The Radiohead album Kid A. Nope. I know you don't like them. Uh, I've been made fun of before for liking them. Kid A is a pretty interesting album. The only you reason only like I got turned those on. stickers were all over high school. Well, I got turned on to that album because they played on Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. And. They had some really fucking cool, interesting, like, synth stuff going on. And there was a guy actually, like, messing with the synth in the front of the stage, which normally they're in the back and kind of, like, look like nerds back there messing around with stuff and you don't know what's happening. But he had it way up in the front, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, And the songs are just really cool structure, very progressive. Um, But other than that album, nope. Don't like them. Tried to convince myself otherwise. Was unsuccessful. <laughs> My next rapid fire is Adele. Go on. Okay. A no frame of reference on Adele. Besides that she has a song called Hello and everybody made fun of it. Uh, hello. Go that's, ahead. That's ne- all I know. Next one. Taproot is my next one. <laughs> oh, God. That was, that was the new metal. They're like third tier new metal. Yeah. Um, I saw them live at Pops one time, and it was life changing. <laughs> okay. But I, it was uh, I only I I like their album The Gift. Okay. Uh, I was pretty consistently made fun of for liking Taproot, but that's fine. Uh, I I don't know if it holds up. I haven't listened to it in years. I would have to go back and check it out. So my new metal would be Cold Chamber. Uh, no, not, <laughs> I love Cold Chamber. Never a Cold Chamber fan. I love it. I love it. Next next one for you. Oh, okay, yeah, we're doing rapid fire. Rapid I forgot. Fire. I slowed down. That's okay. Molly Cruz shot at the devil. Is that a big no for you? No, because I have I have I think three or four Motley Crue records. So. Well, Shout at the Devil is the only one that I like super like. Um I think they got really fucking cheesy after that. Except for uh Kickstart My Heart. That song kicks ass. But the monstrous drum sound on Shout of the Devil, it sells it for me every time. And George and George and I listen to Mylar Crew greatest hits like fucking crazy. And Shout of the Devil. Bleh. Really, really good. Okay. Uh I would defy most eighties bands against Mylar Crew Shout of the Devil era. Now, 80s hair metal, not generally known for great songwriting, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't put the songwriting up with a lot of the other stuff, but they are catchy as fuck. So, 
You got another rapid fire ready? Rick Astley. I think Mike Daffron has sold me on Rick Astley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That one's for you, Mike. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, really catchy songs. He and actually, yeah, there's only like two big hits, but still. Yeah, but they break through to this day. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a reason that that meme became so fucking huge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, my next rapid fire is Early Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Uh, Pretty Hate Machine and Broken. That's cool because I am I am definitely not a Nine Inch Nails fan. I'm not a Nine Inch Nails fan after that. Like just I, actually, uh, I'll go as far as Downward Spiral, but not a lesser in that one. Um, those for those three records really are. I think Brogan's an EP, but uh, they got a they got a cool style going on there, and then they kind of went off the rails after that, and every song sort of sounds the same. Mm-hmm. So, do you got another one before I do my last one? Uh, yeah, uh, Willie Nelson. Okay, it, I can I can dig on a little bit of country. It's very specific country stuff that I yeah, like, I so. would say it's mostly outlaw country. Honestly, yep, that's me too. Um, but Willie Nelson for me because growing up, my uncle like at at the cabin house smoked tons of weed. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, wake up every morning, he would be blaring it while breakfast was being made, and all of us kids fucking hated it. But as I got older, like I, I started appreciating it more and more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I can I can really get down. I really can. I can get down on some Willie Nelson. As long as you don't say Elvis. I actually like Elvis. Damn it, I do. And that's you. You don't have to like it. I don't give a shit. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm joking. Uh, I. I just don't like it. That's it's not that, my thing. It's cool. See, this these are the things that break us apart. Podcast is over. No. <laughs> We're done. Uh, finished. Fuck my, you. My last uh my last um Rapid Fire as I slow down going into it is Dave Matthews band. There's very few songs. Oh my god. There's very few songs I like by him, but the ones that I like, I like a lot. So Dave Matthews band is such a college boy like hacky <laughs> oh, to- sack total frat boy thing but here's the thing bro music if you go into their b-sides that's what i'm saying there's some really good. good jammy fucking shit that they do it's really good well it they, really is i think um their drummer is a fucking powerhouse oh yeah totally i mean totally he's widely known and respected in the german community so really more led to them by that and then was won over by the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, though, let's do our Ham and Eggers. Go ahead, because i got to get the guy's name. I forgot it. I'm... You forgot your Ham and Eggers name? Yeah. I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay. Um, guess my Ham and Eggers this week is going to be Bon Jovi. <laughs> I don't believe Bon Jovi's ever been in Ham and Eggers. They might have been a returning Ham and Eggers. I'm not sure. Uh, I just... If... Okay. If people were to say they were a guilty pleasure, I begrudgingly accept that as one because it's theirs and it's not has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just I can't. If and if somebody puts it on at a party or something like that, I'm not a music Nazi. I'm not gonna to fucking beg them to turn it off or anything like that. Right. But it's just not my style, man, and I don't get it. Well. 
And I and you know what? I don't have to. You don't so. have you absolutely don't have to. <laughs> so there's that. So I'm going to say my Hammenager, and I can't even pronounce the dude's last name. Mike uh Batio. Uh sounds familiar. He is the guy that and you've seen it, he's got like a quad neck guitar and he's oh, fucking shredding. My is it Angelo Batio? Yeah. Michael Angelo. I fucking ba- hate that guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I fucking hate He's that, that guy, guy from the 80s? Yes. He is such a douchebag. What band was he in? I, I don't even know. I just always know him from, like, you see these people that it's like, oh, my God, you ain't ever seen somebody play guitar until he's... I've seen a lot of these videos recently. Yeah. And then I saw the douchiest promo for him. Like, he's like, this is my new signature pick. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, I pretty much invented guitarists using jazz picks. It's like, <laughs> you fucking did not. You fucking did not. But I know what he was saying. Like, in metal, he's like, oh, I, I started playing with a jazz pick before anybody else did. Look at my fucking feathered hair. It's fucking stupid. So stuck up his own asshole. Oh, I, just, I'm, I hate that dude. I've seen, like I said, I've I've literally seen people sharing like videos of his yeah. that know nothing about music. They just see it's like check out this crazy guitar, and he's just sitting there looking all fucking douchey, shredding on four guitars, all tapping, just all tapping. There's because there's no strummage to that. Like ah, whatever. Anyway, sorry. well, if you're playing one hand on each. You know what I'm saying? If you're playing two necks at once, it it can only be tapping. Am I correct? Yeah. In that? Yeah. I just wow. Like I, said, I nailed that. <laughs> it's just, going out on a high note. That's right. Ooh, a drummer ah! makes a guitar reference. That is correct. That's fucking awesome. It's probably not, but all right. Well, there's a reason why you guys get pushed to the back of the stage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you sure it's not like? Uh, the best um, place for the drums to be, like, audio-wise? I'm well, pretty sure that that's why. That doesn't matter. Do you know how many bands, like, Portnoy plays, like, off-center? Fucking what's-his-name-from-Tool plays well, off-center? Well, okay, not always. I'm just saying. Your point. I, I, just, think, I, I think, just destroyed your point. No, I think the feng shui. I just destroyed your ass. I think. No, you didn't. And Tore it up. I think the feng shui of the stage it's only natural for the drummer to be the center because he wants to be the center of attention anyway, right? The drummer should be, like, in the center of the stage, the exact, like, spatial center, and then there should be things going on all the way around him. The drummer from Def Leppard only has one arm. Okay, well, that has no relation to what we're talking about besides the drumming thing. (laughs) No, it actually does because you posted one of the greatest. I love... Like the hard times, and I love the onion news stories. Okay, and and you posted. I don't know if it was a couple weeks back, but it was the drummer from Def Leppard is so cocky. He had his other arm <laughs> amputated. He says it hasn't slowed my drumming down a bit. That fucking and it wouldn't because <laughs> he, he has the electronic yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, he plays with his feet. Yeah, which by the way, I used to get shit because I criticized him for cheating. <laughs> Which, he kind of is cheating, and it's like, come on, Chris, he's handicapped. Like, you can't really give him too much shit for it. It's like, well, he wasn't born with one arm, he fucked up, and he now has one arm. So, (laughs) that's his fault. Um, So, I think that makes him less legit, and we're leaving on that. (laughs) Def Leppard drummer is less legit. Thank you for leading me to that point. You're very welcome. You have been bacon. And you have been nays. And this has been Bacon and Nays. Bacon and Nays, episode 117. Goodbye.